Hey, welcome back to New Goggles. I know you're going to be blessed by this one, and uh, <laughs> I hope you're having fun. Uh, listen, I uh, for this one, these are pre-recorded, and uh, I don't edit or anything, but I pre-record them. And I try to drop them at the right time. So uh, I will not see the chat on this one in particular. However, uh, if you are learning from this, if you are, you know, please put something in the comments. If you're just if you if you haven't learned, but even if you're just uh, taking notes, if you're a note taker, uh, let me know in the comments as well. And please don't forget to give a thumbs up. Uh, this uh, I, this teaching really is transformational. Uh, I've been working out uh, through this uh, these notes and and my studies over you know a couple decades now, and I really am discerning the voice of God a lot better than than I have. It gets better all the time. And this is really what we want to get. We want to deprogram from what the world system has taught you. And this particular lesson I've entitled The Way and uh, Relationships and Community. And I just must tell you off the front end, this is one of the most challenging ones for me personally. And... I suggest many of you will relate to that as we get into the material. And it, it's tough when, when you think about, you know, some of the things we've discovered uh, recently, you know, when we look at how the cabal works and we see how people do mind control and MK ultra and they fragment the minds and stuff like that. But um, you know, the problem reaction solution has been used against us for thousands of years as uh, as humans here walking on earth and that's because our minds work that way uh we also intuitively uh work the way that god created us to work as well but um we constantly go through life navigating and reacting and it's not the best way to go, and uh, that's why we're going to show you the way today in this. Uh, make sure to get a notebook. Uh, as I say, this is a this is a challenging one, and you know it's it's only God's sense of humor that can pull this off because you know uh, being the host of Right on Radio, I'm in charge of a community, and I have to have many many relationships uh, to to do this broadcast and. Uh, this is, as I say, this has been executionally one of the hardest things for me to do, uh, but we're going to work on getting some tools to uh, to deal with this. And uh, as I say, I'm never going to give you all of the scriptures uh, because it would just take way too long uh, for me to read them out to you. And I don't want to derive you of that personal pleasure of going through and discovering the scriptures yourself. If there was one chapter that really, really lays out uh, the framework for this, and I would, I would hope you'd consider reading the entire chapter, uh, that is 1 Corinthians 12. 1 Corinthians 12. And that will really lay a foundation. And... The, the foundational thing that Paul puts in there is, you know, first of all, we have to look at who we are. 
we know that we're saved and things like that. If you're not saved, you know, please put something in the comment and ask me how, you know, or, or someone will answer if, if there's someone probably before I do even, but uh, this is something that's very important, obviously. Um, we are all made differently. You know, uh, each one of us has our own strengths and weaknesses. And we need each other. Not everyone uh, can build a house. Not everyone can crochet a blanket. Uh, obviously, not everyone can have a baby. Uh, men can't. Newsflash for those of you in a younger generation. <laughs> um there's all kinds of things and we really, really need each other and depend on each other. And in creation, you know, we know that God put the waters there. He put the land there. He put the fish in the sea. He made light and dark and he did the whole creation. But really, I think one of the biggest genius of his creation is how we need each other. Um, we do. You you cannot have a community without each other. And it's not just a bunch of people. It's, as I say, one person builds the house. Another one has a gift for, uh, for cooking or for hunting. And, you know, even in, in my, my marriage, for instance, my wife and I, you could not have more opposite people. Uh, you know, I'm a kind of have a sales nature. You know, I like to get out there and talk to people. Uh, it's, and, you know, I like to go out and do things. And she likes to go out and do things, but she likes to go out and do different things than I do. Um, so, which is good because when I do the things that she wants to do, I get a new experience. And when she does the things... I want to do, she gets a new experience. Now we don't always enjoy those new experiences, but we get that from each other. And, you know, she's a very detailed uh, person. She's an accountant and, you know, we often make the joke in our household that, uh, that I go out and I, you know, uh, make money, but I, I create a lot of messes and she has to clean them up. And, uh, but, but you know, that there's the different ways of, uh, of how we complement each other. And, and I suggest that everyone who is in your circles is a complimentary person for you. You know, one of my, uh, my best friends, uh, my, one of the first friends I met in Canada, uh, he's not a mechanic by trade, but he's very mechanical. And, you know, I've been able to save a lot of money over the years because, he can come over and, uh, or I bring my stuff over to him and he can help me, uh, fix some things because he's actually quite competent at it. And, you know, uh, and I'm able to help him in different ways as well. Uh, you know, stuff that he, just because I think in a different pattern than he does. And, you know, there's a, it's been a very beneficial relationship for a long time now. So we all need each other and, our strengths and weaknesses really do complement each other's, but we need God's gifts to be uh, into this. Uh, and God really did give us gifts to help us complement the mutual human need. Um, and so what God has given you as your personal gifts, 
it's and and what he's given that other person uh male or female mother daughter friend it doesn't matter but it's other relationships in your life these mutual needs really become the glue or the fabric that holds us together and you know this is not only in our personal relationships but it's also in our community relationships so how we treat each other, for instance, in our chat channels and things like that is really dependent on how our community grows. And it's really important. And we have to understand, you know, in this world of technology, when we're texting each other or chatting, you know, body language is 90% of the conversation. And people do not see the body language when, when we write texts or chats and sometimes they can come across harsh and you know it's like oh my goodness and then we don't respond and there's a rift between people because we're actually missing that relational part of life that is given around and the display of your gifts is not open there for everyone to see and that goes in into our churches it goes into our businesses and you know one of the things that I'm finding challenging is extending my heart into our community because it's not my job to make sure that everyone gets along inside of our community. It's my job to put together an atmosphere. And yes, I am imperfect in this. And I've been called out uh, before and I've accepted correction in those things. And, and you know, I usually do accept correction uh, if the person is coming at it in the right way. And, and I was wrong, of course. But the community that we build is, so with Right On Radio community, I try to put out my heart. Listen, I'm a warrior. I'm a fighter but I'm also a big teddy bear softy who really has compassion for people and their needs. And I have a very strong burden on my heart for fairness, for justice. And, you know, some of those things when we get into, you know, the relationships and uh, uh, fairness and justice, well, when things are unjust, that brings up emotions. And, do we react in emotions? Again, remember, the cabal uses us, uses this against us, problem, reaction, solution. Well, today, I'm going to give you a much better way to do it. And actually, it just seems to be aligned with God's perfect plan for us. And society has pulled us together in a, or pulled us apart, really, in a, by uh, just training us in the ways that they've trained us, training us to be, you know, judgmental, training us to judge by class, you know, oh, that person has no money. They can't be smart. They could be the smartest person in the room. Um, they just didn't care about money. You know, um, there's all kinds of way by race, you know, obviously I don't have to list off all the ways that the uh, world tries to pull us apart. But what we need to, gather, to do is to come together mutually with our complementary gifts. And there really is a way to do that. And 
I get to point out one other scripture uh, that really, really puts this together. And please write this down. So do 1 Corinthians 12. And then if you don't read anything else, and I'm going to give you a few more, but this is definitely one that you want to read. It's Ephesians 3, 14 through 18. Okay. And what it's what you're gonna find out is uh the full knowledge of God will really only come through community. And the closer we get to God, uh, the better this teaching from his word will work in our lives. And you know, other we ha- all have the different spiritual gifts and they do complementary and so you know, God is a God of multiplication. If you surround yourself with the right people, you know, you're, the, the world saying is your net worth is your network, and there's a lot of truth to that. Uh, but also, your ability to grow in God really depends on who you surround yourself with as well. If you surround yourself with pagans all the time, you're probably not growing with God as fast as you would if you were surrounded by really great Christians and then just went out to minister to those uh, people who do not believe in the way that we do. So here's the thing. Um, If we want to kind of give it all away, uh, right here, (laughs) this is it. Uh, When people come to you with a problem or a question or you know, everyone's got things in their life and everyone, when you get together with someone who's meaningful in your life, they're usually going to come and say, man, I don't know what to do about this. Or, you know, it could be just a a smaller thing like, Hey, uh, what do you want for dinner tonight? (laughs) You know, from one spouse to another. And this is, (laughs) this sounds immature, but you're going to see the depth of this as we continue on with the teaching. So, Someone says to me, uh, and I'm just going to use that example again, uh, what do you want for dinner? And I react to them and I say, well, I don't know. Or just make whatever. Okay. So I am just reacting to that person's question. And I'm going to suggest this is why this is so hard. And you're going to see that you're going to see it in a second. But when someone speaks to you, we just speak back. You're intelligent. You were made super intelligent. And so someone talks to you, you just react. Or even someone asks you a scriptural question. Hold on to this one. And you you know your scriptures well, and you answer them back. Well, that scripture means this. Because you've studied it, and you have the foreknowledge to go forward and everything else. And, you know, on the surface... There's nothing wrong with that, is there? Or is there? All right, so before I give you the answer, just put something in the comments. Is that normal? Of course it's normal. Here's the key. Jesus modeled building relationally. This is his model. God models it for him, for us. Jesus modeled it when he walked on earth. He taught the apostles 
how to build relationally. And as in everything, God himself gives the example in the way he operates himself. We know that the Holy Spirit is fully God. We know the Holy Spirit is called the helper, the comforter, but the Holy Spirit is fully God. We also know that Jesus walked as a man on earth, but he is fully God. And because Jesus came to earth as a sacrifice for us and spilled his blood at Calvary, our sins are covered and the Father will see them no more because we could not enter heaven being sinful. And when Jesus walked on earth, you often heard him say, I do as the Father asks me, and I only do what the Father does. So Jesus also says, He is the way, the truth, and the life, and the only way to God. So Jesus is the way, and Jesus is our mediator to go to God. Are you following me so far? Jesus is our mediator. So, in those relationships, and as trivial as it sounds... Instead of answering a person directly, do we use Jesus as our mediator? If we are to walk in the Spirit, if we're going to be different than this world, then should we not consider all things through Christ? So you ask me a question. And I look to God and then answer you. What would the Father tell me to do? Is this not what Jesus set an example doing? And it takes away some of our self-consciousness. And, excuse me, consciousness is... uh, (laughs) is an interesting thing. Of course, we're hearing a lot of it these days uh, that's going out there. And so we, in fact, just give me a second. I have a little note on consciousness. I'm looking for it. Uh Oh, I'm not finding the thing about conscious. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Ah, yeah. The righteousness consciousness distinctive. And again, this uh, now the, these are some direct quotes from my mentor uh, in this. Uh, one of my mentors, Dennis Peacock. Uh, whose website is gostrategic.com, by the way. I haven't mentioned that yet. Uh, It's worth mentioning. So 
righteousness versus conscious. Righteous has to do with my standing before God. Conscious has to do with my awareness of how others affect me and how I affect them. So do we want to answer and relate to others when God's instruction, and we know that it's our collective togetherness that we really will find out the mysteries of God and get grow greater in God and our walks will expand do we want to relate to each other in consciousness or in his righteousness? I'm getting convicted, folks. <laughs> like, like, as I said at the top, this is actually one of the most challenging things for me, and it's God's sense of humor that uh, <laughs> that uh, I have a big community <laughs> that. Uh, I have to be a co-manager in Christ. And uh, that is going to be really key for me going forward. I have to remember that I am a co-manager in Christ. I've given the the podcast and the community to him, by the way, um, but I am a co-manager with it. So if God builds relationally, we must build upon the way and that is how our community and our relationships will go and again we don't want to look at someone's weaknesses or if someone's not strong in a particular area as a bad thing when we look at others and we see that we say oh it's a good thing that I have that gifting and I can help serve that person because it really is in serving each other that we are doing God's will on earth. Did Jesus come to serve? We're, I know he got perfume put on his feet, but he went and washed all his uh, disciples' feet. He came to serve. Uh, did he come asking when, you know, he was, uh, when he gives a big a sermon on a mount, uh, he said, okay, listen, I've worked hard now, uh, bring me food. <laughs> no, <laughs> he came to serve. He came to serve others. So Jesus is the bridge to carry our communications between each person that we talk to, or even inside, again, your organization, or inside your church. And when we think about it, and just going back in history, if we wonder how we got so far away from this concept, because we're not walking with God as they did a couple thousand years ago. Uh, You know, there was a real fear for God. They didn't have the busyness of life that has been inflicted upon us because honestly uh, a simple life is much better and if i learned anything on my sabbatical a week ago it's just to simplify life and get rid of those distractions get rid of the stuff that doesn't make any sense in our lives but 
when the complications started coming in and you start thinking about, you know, around the 19, the 1500s or whatever, that's when the Catholics uh, said, no, no, no. If you want salvation, you gotta, you gotta get your forgiveness from a priest. So the Catholic church in the way it was run for hundreds of years was they were trying to replace Jesus. This is my opinion. Uh, you can disagree, but uh, I know that my salvation and my sins are forgiven from Jesus, and I don't need to go to a priest to accomplish it. Now, will I go to a pastor or an elder in a church uh, for counsel? <laughs> Absolutely. I need to. In fact, I do often. Uh, and I have many people in my life that I do go to for counsel. But they wanted to hold the keys to the kingdom. And that's just wrong. Where, you know, the Protestant position, which, you know, in turn, they tried to, you know, eliminate, <laughs> was, uh, no, 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 uh, God is the way. Uh, so, in Matthew 25, uh, verses 31 to 46, he makes it, Jesus makes it very clear that serving each other serves him. And it represents his care between God and man. Again, the way to build relationship and community. And scripture makes it clear that people carry his gifts and power for mankind, representing or being the way on his behalf. And I'll just go back to 1 Corinthians there. You'll want to read that. And, you know, we're always using the way in our life. If you're a born-again Christian uh, and you're a parent, for instance, you are using the way for protection for your children. So you are actually going through Jesus because why you pray over your children. You're always pouring his grace upon their lives, or you should be if you're not. Um, and that's just one example um, of going through God for others is in your prayer. And prayer is so powerful. And, you know, if someone comes, if my wife comes to me and says, Jeff, what do you want for dinner tonight? In fact, he actually, it's usually the other way around. I do most of the cooking. Um, you know, it's not like, okay, give me 15 minutes. I got to go down on my knees and pray. But, you know, if, if we just think to her for one moment and we just say, you know, God, what should I have for dinner tonight? Well, you might just come up with a different dinner plan than what you would have came up with in just a uh, reactional thing. I want something greasy, fattening, and good tasting. And, you know, you ask God, and he might say, well, uh, how about something more practical? And so I use this just very silly example, but honestly, um, if you ask God, is he going to tell you to go get a whole bunch of donuts? You know, 
have some potato chips on the side, have man-made, you know, garbage. And you'll answer the question differently because we went through the way. Just as Jesus asked his father, what is your will, not mine? Your will be done, not mine. If we can start to apply these things in even the most basic situations, our relationships will grow, our community will grow, and we'll be serving our God in heaven. Not easy, folks. We tend to react, but let's uh, try to hold each other accountable in these things, in within those trusted relations. And uh, uh, I know there's many of you who will hold me accountable after this episode uh, going forward, and and that's okay. Uh, the more reminders, the better, because it would take some practice, folks. Well, God bless you, and uh, I really hope you are enjoying this. Make sure to hit the thumbs up. And uh, look, I don't ask very often, but um, if you feel it in your heart to give, uh, there's some links down below. Become a patron member. I don't uh, send out hidden intel or anything like that. Um, I feel I do a lot of work just to keep all this information in the community going uh, that we have. But if it's on your heart, uh, you know, maybe throw, a, a, I guess they call it a seed gift there. And uh, it'd be very much appreciated. And uh, it's not my response to you uh, that is your reward. It's, uh, I pray that the Lord will, will bless you in return for giving. I appreciate you all, and we'll see you on the next New Goggles. And we'll probably have some episodes in between. God bless. I hope you enjoyed it.